Chapter 2 The note was handwritten, on a simple yet elegant white card, decorated with a sprig of purple clover. It came with a half a dozen color photographs in a matching envelope, also with a clover sprig. Dylan McCaffrey pushed back his chair, put his size 12 leather shoes on his desk, and contemplated his 20th story view of San Diego which, on a good day, such as today, was nothing short of breathtaking. Who the hell was Olivia Frost? And where the hell was Knightsbridge, Massachusetts? Dylan read the note again. The handwriting was neat, legible and feminine, done in forest green ink, probably a fountain pen. Dear Mr. McCaffrey, We've never met, but I'm your neighbor in Knightsbridge. I own the center chimney 1803 house just down the road from your house. Dylan stopped right there. What was a center chimney house, and why was he supposed to care? He gritted his teeth and continued reading. You might not be aware of this, but your house is in rough shape. The structure itself isn't my concern, but the yard is. It's overgrown and strewn with junk, including, as you can see from the enclosed photographs, a discarded refrigerator. He had lined up the photographs side by side on his dark wood desk. He glanced at the leftmost one. It did, in fact, show a rusted white refrigerator cast on its side amid brambles and melting snow. The fridge had to be at least thirty years old, maybe older. He wasn't an expert on refrigerators. He returned to the note. I understand if you are unable to clean up the yard yourself and would like to offer to do it myself with your permission. Of course, I'll waive any liability if I get hurt, and if I find anything of value, I'll let you know. My family runs a small business in town that specializes in architectural reproductions and components, doors, windows, mantles, and so forth. We've been in Knightsbridge for generations. I would hate to get the town involved in this matter. I look forward to putting it behind us and meeting you one day soon. Thank you so much, Olivia Frost. Whoever she was, Dylan suspected Olivia Frost thought the man she was writing to was old, or at least feeble. He was neither. He had to admire how she managed to offer help at the same time she threatened to sick the town on him, an outsider. His main issue with her note, however, was more immediate and direct. He didn't own property in Knightsbridge, Massachusetts. He dropped his feet back to the floor and tapped a few keys on his laptop, pinpointing the town on a map of Massachusetts. It was on the northern edge of what appeared to be a large lake, the largest by far in the small New England state. He sat back. Knightsbridge and Olivia Frost still didn't ring any bells. He was about to zoom in for a closer view when Noah Kendrick entered the sprawling corner office. The door was open. Noah and Dylan had been best friends since first grade in a Los Angeles suburb. Noah, the genius geek. Dylan, the C student hockey player. Now they were business partners, except it wasn't that simple. Dylan owed Noah his livelihood, and maybe even his life. Noah said the same thing about Dylan, but it wasn't true, and they both knew it. N.A.K. Inc. was Noah's brainchild, 
a four-year-old, highly profitable, high-tech entertainment software company named for him, Noah Andrew Kendrick. Dylan had just helped put it together and keep it together. He knew how to fight. Noah didn't.